Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Dark Web Vlogs podcast. Thank you for stopping by and thank you for listening. Let's get started. In this episode, you'll get to meet Jagger, get to know a little bit more about him. The hunt in the outback is where I meet him and where we hit a turning point and he becomes a part of my team. And this is your preview to the full vlog about that story coming to you on Friday. I hope that you can tune in and listen this story was a job, but this is unique because it's a job that unfolded into so much more than we thought it would be. And the best part of it all was that I met Jagger. And today, he's part of us. He is a key part of my team. Okay, so first off, who the heck is Jagger? I mean, he's a quieter member of my team. Well, as far as you know, the big lights and action goes. But if you were here on the ground with him, with us, you'd see something a little bit different than I think it sounds sometimes in the stories that I share. He is funny, he's aggressive, and he's very, very intelligent and aware. Like everyone on my team, he's unique when compared to the rest of us. He likes his routines. And really, I suppose I could reach here. And actually, when I thought of this, he was chuckling, you know, of course, when I told him that I want to say this here, but he knows it's true. You know, Jagger is a bit superstitious. He has certain things that he'll do before a big job and a few other things that he does when it's something a little more uncertain, you know, like when we work with CERN or when we were in Antarctica, that was a good one. Those are crazy jobs. And we all know that we stay confident on these jobs. We have to. We back each other up and stick to our plan. But still, things can happen. And we all take that risk each and every time we go and do a job. They're all new. They're all different. Jagger, though, he takes his own private moment before things all begin. 
And at some point, you know, if you're there, you'll see him doing his thing. You know, it's private to him. And I suppose us, because we're here with him, you know, all the time. But that's a little piece of him that, you know, you just don't really see or I'm not going to talk about in these jobs. So I thought you might find that interesting because it's definitely a piece of who he is. And then, you know, there's a few other things about him. Just, I guess, who he is physically. I mean, he likes to work out and he runs, by the way. He's not really what you would think of as a runner, I guess, typically. And by that, all I mean is that, you know, you think of someone very lean, you know, they're running all the time. Um, but he's not, he's trim, but he's not exactly, you know, one of those very lean people that you'd picture running all over the place because he's works very hard at working out as well. He's trim, but he does work out and pretty hard. It's very important to him. Health all around, actually, and being in your best state, you know, for whatever your height, your body type, all that stuff, it's important to everyone on my team, including me. You know, it really helps you feel prepared and so that you feel ready for the different situations that we find ourselves in because, I mean, they're crazy, they're out there, and even if we do our best to prepare, there are still things that happen that are unexpected. But so that's a little bit, you know, about Jagger's personality, but where did he come from? Clearly, I find him on the job I'm about to tell you about on Friday. And that job turned out pretty big, I have to say, even though in it all, you know, between Jagger and I, there was some skepticism. There was some curiosity. There was some humor to it all. And, you know, putting it all together and remembering it, I mean, it makes me excited to you know, bring this all, you know, back to the surface and remember this for you guys. And I just kind of have to laugh a little bit when I look at it too, because it was just, there's a lot, there was a lot going on at the time and between Jagger and I, when this all unfolded, but okay. So you know that I have my background in the CIA. Well, if you didn't know, you know, now that's where I was. And that's what I left because I thought I could do more with the unconventional and not be restrained and restricted by the rules and the limits of what I could do while I was there. And don't get me wrong, they do work hard. You know, whatever your personal opinions are, I mean, you can have those, but I was there and there is good stuff happening there, even if you never hear about it. But anyway, I wanted more or something slightly different, I guess, in the end. And Jagger shares with me this same type of journey. Now, here in the U.S., we have the FBI and the CIA. And as I'm sure you know, despite the history and popular gossip and some fact, you know, the CIA and FBI can be known as rivals, but they do share a mission in a way. Yeah, CIA works with foreign espionage while FBI, they fight gangsters, right? Just to put it bluntly. But there still is one goal, maintain law and order and disable the disruptors. That's a very basic explanation, but you get it. Well, other countries have their way of doing this also. In Australia, they have the Australian Federal Police or the AFP. Well, Jagger was a member of the AFP and he was very good. He found his place there basically helping to track down wanted criminals. Now, the AFP is not the FBI. They do things differently. 
they don't have the position of a profiler as it is in the FBI. But really, that's what Jagger was good at, you know, regardless if they had that exact position of knowing their target and studying their behavior. It came to Jagger naturally. And on top of that part of it all, he was a tracker. He had a knack for hunting, the tracking of individuals. And this would be in a different way than say how Frankie was doing it. You know, like a bounty hunter, some people are tracked more by investigation. But with Jagger, along with his ability to read people and predict their next move, he can track you physically, which is a huge asset when you're dealing with those criminals that hide out in a way that sometimes leave law enforcement at a huge disadvantage. And this happens all over the world. You know, wanted criminals, they hide in the Rocky Mountains in the U.S., the jungles of our world, the deserts of our world, the outback. I mean, they are desperate and they will go anywhere and do anything. And you can investigate spending habits, track reservations, and talk to all the people in the world who may have come in contact with someone to try to figure out where they are and what they're doing. But when you're standing at an entrance of a forest, for example, where you know someone fled to, and you're looking at over 200,000 acres in front of you of tree and brush-filled rugged terrain, or maybe it's sand and wind for miles. Where do you begin? You know, where do you go? You don't know. And that's when you need someone like Jagger. Someone who can read and know how the target is feeling, as well as can follow their footsteps. It's a very rare skill to be able to pull this off. So as you can imagine, he became very useful to the AFP because these intense criminals, you know, they'll, like I said, go anywhere and do anything to avoid being found. But again, there became more, more that Jager wanted. Even if he did get on with the FBI as a profiler, there was still more he wanted to do, more he felt he could do. And so, like me, he decided to make the break. He decided to go off on his own. Only unlike me, he was in Australia. You know, I was in the U.S. And why Australia for Jagger? Well, he is Australian. Yep, he was born and raised in Australia. He knows all about it. You know, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Melbourne. He's basically a professional diver at this point of the Great Barrier Reef. He's been diving there more times than he can count on both hands. He's no stranger to the outback either. And he's well-traveled, especially in that area. He has spent a lot of time in New Zealand and Papua New Guinea, things like that. He did not work a ton in the United States where I was. So us coming together in Australia was not something I would have ever expected. And so that's a little bit about Jagger in a professional sense and a little bit in a nutshell. As far as more personal, on a more personal level, you know, if you were to hang out with Jagger, you'd be, I mean, the word here probably is energized. He's the guy that will come out of nowhere with big ideas of what you can do with the next half hour of your life. You know, he likes to keep busy and he's funny. 
you know, we'll all have our quiet time, if you will, at the warehouse. We all need that. But then out of nowhere, he'll just start laughing or get up quick and do something just hilarious. You know, he thinks of something, he does something funny, you know, or he'll try to get you to do something. That's always the best. You know, let's put it this way. If you were having a rough day and you felt down and all of that stuff, Jagger would be the one that could change your mood, whether you really wanted him to or not. And he could do it pretty fast. You just can't help having a response when you're around him. And you have to keep your eye on him too. You know, he's a practical joker. He'll do things that could get you in the morning. He'll have something set up for one of us or all of us, you know, after we return from a job, something that he set up before we even left, right? You know, when and where we don't expect it. So he's pretty fun to have around, but he's not all fun and games. You know, I want to be clear about that too. The guy is very serious when he's studying a subject or a target or getting to know a case. If his job is to have your back, you would never need to look very far if you do need him because he is somewhere close by and he's ready to get to you if you need him. It's very comforting to know that he's around when he is on a job. And another thing that goes along with all of that is that he's extremely observant. Everyone on my team is, they have to be, but Jagger is something special where that's concerned. He takes it all in, in a different way, or he's processing it in a different way. And he enjoys that part. Like I said, all that stuff comes natural to him. As part of the team, Jagger is part security, like Frankie is in a way. He's a big part of information. Harley digs for info on her computer and things like that. And Jagger's on the ground finding stuff out. He'll go out at 10 in the morning and by four o'clock, he comes back with the information you might've been looking for and then some. If we don't wanna lose someone, he will make sure that we don't. He likes to be on the move and involved. On jobs, you'll hear a lot about, you know, a lot about that. You know, he's the one on the ground watching or following someone, looking for clues, things like that. You know, stakeout, you know, not that anyone really loves those. Those are not really Jagger's thing. He likes to be physically figuring it out while mentally he's putting it all together. And, you know, I'll joke with him that he reminds me of one of those, you know, they have FBI and CIA different programs that help find inconsistencies and help narrow things down to the facts and the probabilities that matter. And he is like that. I always say he is his own program. He processes the information and then he spits it out. It's pretty incredible how he how he pulls it all together. So after Jagger left his secure and really good career that he was building at the AFP, Jagger was then on his own. You know, it didn't take him long though to spread the word because he already knew so many people in and around the work he did, some on the side of the law, some not. Like Frankie, some of his jobs were for personal reasons and others dealt with the police or authorities. He's tracked men who've gone MIA just to avoid child support or spousal support, all the way to murderers working for underground groups. But unlike the worldwide tracking that Frankie was doing, and he was usually doing it in a different way, Jagger's clients were not usually the wealthy kind. They weren't always the wealthy kind, let's put it that way. He stuck to Australia, for sure. And some of his clients, you know, that had the money, that's what they were. Some were the authorities, but he also had plenty of clients who just would work hard to come up with the money 
so that they could get something specific done. And he helped a lot of those people as well. When I ran into Jagger, he was on a job. And it was a job that he wanted. He was on the hunt for a convicted criminal who had escaped authorities. And it was personal to Jagger because he was the one who got this guy found and put away in the first place. Jagger's target at the time was a man who I'll call Theodore Carlton. It's very close to his real name. People would call him Theo for short. This guy liked money and was known for his robberies. And along with all of that, oftentimes there were casualties. And for Jagger, it got personal when one of those casualties was someone very close to him. And the authorities came to him to see if he wanted to help track this guy down. Jagger was already ready and prepared and was practically demanding the job. He wanted this guy and he wasn't going to stop until he found him. And this guy knew it too. I mean, Jagger's name was getting out there and Theo knew that he was pretty much landlocked and toast because Jagger was on him. It did take Jagger about two years of tracking this guy until he cornered him for good. But in the meantime, while he was doing all that, he took other jobs, you know, during that time. But he never stopped looking for Theo. He'd get him cornered, basically, until Theo had to move. You know, he would block him in somewhere and basically torment him until he had to come out of hiding and try to find a new place. You know, that's when he would be most vulnerable. As you learn more about it, really, Jagger could have had Theo multiple times, but putting him through all this torture of having to be on the run and being out there, you know, hiding in the bush in the outback, it became somewhat of an amusement for Jagger until finally he did get him. He knew he would, and in a sense, he had him the whole time, but it was tough for this guy, believe me, and that's exactly how Jagger wanted it. So, well, now, well, at the time that all of this went down, where I'm meeting Jagger, he was back on Theo because Theo had escaped custody again, got out, had it all planned out. It would happen during a move. They were moving him from one location to another, and sure enough, he made it out. You know, he had help, of course. Well, Jagger found out about this, and he was back all over the authorities to let him back in on it. He wanted in. He wanted to work on it. And he said that they were a bit unsure at first because, you know, was Jagger turning into this, you know, mad hunter running around Australia looking for this one man? Well, now and eventually they agreed that that wasn't the case. You know, Jagger was perfect for this. They couldn't avoid that and would eventually bring this guy back. So they let him have it and off he went. And so there he is doing his own thing, but then I'm there too. As you well know, my jobs and requests and travels take me anywhere in the world. And at that time, they had taken me to Australia and on a path that would lead me right to Jagger. And I have to admit, trust was a bit of an issue in the beginning on both sides. We had a few things to work out and work through before we both realized that we might be more similar than we thought. It might be a good thing. What happened next led me to one of the most important people in my life today, and it turned one trip into something else entirely. As things unfolded, we found ourselves in the middle of much more than Jagger's vendetta to find one man, which was already very personal and very intense. And what all that was is what I will be talking about in my next vlog, my next story which again is going to be available this Friday, July 19th.
And that's a little bit about who Jagger is, where he's from, and what he's all about. He's a very interesting guy that, although it may seem at times that he's behind the scenes, you know, when I'm telling a story, believe me, if he's there on the job, he is busy and he's getting stuff done, gathering info, finding someone, keeping track of someone, scoping out the situation and our surroundings. He's a very big help. Jagger has been a key add to my team and is a piece that just helps put it all together for us as a group. Okay, well, it's been a while since I spoke about a team member, letting you know who they are and what they're about. So I hope you enjoy. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Enjoyed this little bit on Jagger, and I hope that you'll be able to tune in on Friday for my first job working with Jagger. So, you know, I've posted my other intros to the other team members that I've talked about so far and those jobs that I worked with them on. So take a listen to those. Uh, They're linked in the description if you haven't heard those yet and get yourself caught up. All the members of my team bring something special, so it's fun to get to know them a bit. And okay, until Friday then. And until then, like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications so that you know when I post next. And I... We'll talk to you all soon.